Why is good marketing so important in elections time? This is the topic of our show today. This is Brand Igniter, helping brand leaders achieve exceptional business results. Here is your host, Peter Rodriguez. I am Peter Rodriguez, a charter marketer and CMO of Brand Igniter Inc. I welcome you to our podcast. I thank you for listening and I hope you find value in our content. Brand Tips brings knowledge and advice for brand management based on the real-life marketing and business experience that marketers and business leaders find valuable. Today, Mike Farrell and I are talking about elections marketing. Mike is one of North America's true thought leaders on contemporary trends and value studies. Mike is the president of RL Insight. So let's get started with elections marketing. We have a very hot topic in Ontario these days about the upcoming provincial election. And I uh, always think about parties and candidates as brands. They occupy a space in people's minds that uh, when it is about a benefit, then people understand it better. There's always the brand uh, of, of the party, right? Libs, NDP, whatever. And then there's the brand, the personal brand. And I'm seeing who's doing the best job right now in terms of branding and, and, and making the personal brand speak to the party brand. It's actually the NDP party. They've done really well, definitely solidifying and formalizing the, their, their brand. I thought that was a great thing that they did and, and the orange and all of that has been really great. Good communication between the macro brand of the party and, and her personal brand. So I think NDP is kicking, kicking it, but, and I think there'll be a strong second. I think the PCs are just laying back and, and, and know that they, 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 a lot of people have kind of just expected they're going to take it. And the poor libs, I think they're dying because of personal brand dissonance between Del Duca and what the Liberal Party stands for. You said the word dissonance, and that resonates a lot with me. We have a decreasing and diminishing attention span. When things are not as simple and as clear, they start making up their own story. Just like you made your own story. Every time you say the brand, Liberal, NDP, or Conservative, or Green, or whoever, it brings with it the whole amount of knowledge that you already have in your mind. It taps into that inventory that has been built. For example, you say Mercedes-Benz. You don't have to think about all of the reasons to believe every time that it comes up because it already comes with that. Like it's already installed, if you will, inside the brand. Let me just go, go to the, the consumer. What do people want when they vote? Do, what is it that they're feeding as a benefit in their minds? I think why people vote is to exercise a sense of freedom. They know that if you don't participate enough, you're going to, your democracy will become weak. One of, one of the biggest things that people ever look at first is who won or whatever, but, but the, next, the next headline is how many people voted. That's a data point that, that makes people realize like, are we a strong democracy or are we kind of weak and apathetic? At the end of the day, the number one thing that people do is they're exercising democracy. I'm, I'm fascinated by the fact that um, there are so many people who do not recognize that I have zero knowledge about politics. I'm just going to see it as a uh, marketer. None of them are talking to the big need states. 
And I wonder if in their surveys, they're probably not going deep enough. So I wonder if there is a marketing opportunity there to uh, raise the interest based on what is really important, what people really want to hear. I'm thinking about young people. They don't really vote, but it's not that they don't care about democracy. There's a huge missed opportunity, say, for elections Ontario right now. They, they're, they're missing. The problem is everyone's uh, worried about the price of gas and everyone's, you know, uh, talking about that. These are the things that you should be addressing right now, but nobody's doing that, you know. So if the category here is votes, then the if nobody else, like if elections Ontario is not taking the lead, Maybe that could be one of the ways that one of the parties could actually frame themselves. For example, if the need state in people's minds, I'm just gonna make up one because I don't know, but one natural state of mind is feeling control. We want to feel that we have some control of our destiny, some control of what's gonna happen. It could be marketed on the positive side, so gain control and be happy and all of that, or regain control and avoid all the bad stuff that can happen to you. So it could be either a positive emotion or a negative emotion. And I don't know which one would work better, but if if someone could frame that as a state of mind that's desirable for people who are apathetic uh, about this, then they may resonate. Regaining control or being in control of your life. And this is one of the ways that you can do it. I wonder if I said that to a 20 year old, who is so busy with their lives and their social networks and their social media stuff. Do you feel out of control? Would you like to feel in control? Well, here, guess what? The things that you would like to be in control of uh, are, are within your reach. Start by the big stuff, show up and vote. I wonder if this is something that could be done from a marketing perspective. You've seen um, the candidates that have excelled have done that they've given you a reason to vote with a simple idea uh, obama what was the main idea that got people to vote hope and then with with trudeau he came in with um new ways it's all about precision and one key gosh darn message one idea because people buy ideas People buy ideas before they buy anything. People have desires and aspirations, things that they want and they want to avoid. Hope is a universal need, an universally appealing state of mind. What is it that people want? Do people want to feel reassured? Do people want to avoid pain? Do people want to feel that they are doing something to build the future for their kids? So any party that would want to resonate more strongly would use these need states, rank them by importance, and then pick the top one, and then create a promise that can be delivered on based on that top need state, and use that as the central idea in order to better resonate with the audience. So this brings us to the end of our episode today. We hope that our ideas and our discussion about elections marketing have been of interest to you, and please do share your feedback with us. So thank you, Mike. See you soon, and uh, everybody get out there and vote. And uh, I mean it, this is not uh, lip service. Get out there. Do yeah. it. Take care. I would like to remind you to look for more information in the description of this podcast or on your screen if you're watching this episode on YouTube. 
This is Peter Rodriguez. I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Thank you. This was Brand Igniter. Subscribe and join us next time for more insights and stories that help brand leaders achieve exceptional business results. A podcast from Brand Igniter Inc.